It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, What Matters Most? And our scripture reference is taken from Acts chapter 15, verses 1 through 21. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. This year's pandemic has taught the church many lessons. Well, the opportunity to learn has been there. In a sense, we have been in exile. That is, of course, an important theme for God's people. I don't mean to suggest God brought this upon us as a form of punishment. Still, God always has a way of speaking truth to our hearts through our most difficult seasons. One of the lessons I've heard repeated is about the nature of the church. I've shared it many times myself. It stems from the most obvious effect the coronavirus has had on church ministry. What does it mean to be the church? Most local churches decided it was best to forego meeting for in-person worship, at least for a little while. And that decision created much debate. I decided our church's best response was to suspend gatherings in our sanctuary. We've hosted one in-person gathering in the last four and a half months. Yes, we've met online, but it's been tough not seeing each other. By the way, if your pastoral staff and worship team made the same decision, don't be mistaken. Most likely, they have more work because of it. To be clear, just meeting is not at the core of who we are. Rather, gathering as a redeemed people is our nature. That in no way trivializes our corporate worship. If anything, it highlights its meaning. As the redeemed people of God, we gather to worship because that is our first response to the goodness of God. Let me emphasize that point. We gather as people of worship. If you understand grace, you show up on Sunday morning already in worship. You've been worshiping all week. Collectively, our worship points to the Lord. You attend a baseball game or an awards assembly, not worship. A worship service isn't designed to get your life in order, although God can work through the church's worship that way. Worship isn't about your favorite songs or even listening to a good sermon. Our worship is about God. If we let worship become anything else, it's shallow, to say the least. In Acts 15, we see this play out in a way. Certain people were teaching that without circumcision, a man could not be saved. That has to do with Gentiles believing in Jesus. I'm not sure what that meant for women. Paul and Barnabas were part of a debate with these men. I get the impression it was a good one. Their debate, however, left the matter unresolved. Luke says the church sent Paul and Barnabas to discuss the matter with the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. When the two arrived in Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church. At this point, our faith is still new. There are no cathedrals, worship services, or various ministries of a church. The church was the women and men who believed in Jesus, the redeemed people of God. 
And that's not something you go to on Sundays. You belong to a group of people redeemed by God. Yes, all of this was part of a larger debate. People fought over this idea, but this was a fight worth having. I say that because at the heart of the issue was the people's worship. To trouble Gentiles with old ways of the law was to impede their turning to God. Is that what you want to be known for? We've had to put a halt on a lot of ministry through the pandemic. That's not so bad. A reset may have been long overdue. Now, we are forced to come to terms with what matters most to our faith. I'm suggesting worshiping the Lord is our priority. Right under that is making room for others to be able to do the same. Stay blessed.